0: Welcome to entering the transfer portal with your hosts, Brandon Shanahan and Tyler Sprinkle, where we search for a new college football team to cheer for. Join us on our journey while we search for a new college football home. Let's dive in. Here are Brandon and Tyler.
1: after it here another episode of entering the transfer portal podcast i'm brandon shanahan with tyler sprinkle not as fun of a weekend as some of the other ones that we've had um a lot of lopsided games on the on the game sheet here but um overall i i feel like the list is really kind of starting to to come together as far as who we like who we don't like um and it's becoming real clear who who has legs and, and who's really just prolonging the in- inevitable of, of getting cut. Um, so let me just a- a- ask you this. Um, what were your big takeaways of, of all the teams here this week?
0: Um, my biggest takeaway is that Kentucky is good, but Ole Miss is better. And Oklahoma stinks. Oh, boy. oh for 2. <laughs> um, but it is what it
1: is. It's okay. We're very patient around here. Um, so, so let's get into it. Kentucky, Ole Miss, what was, I think, the, the best game of, of the week by far, especially out, out of any of the teams on our list. Um, and I texted you the specific question. I asked you who you were cheering for, because there was a team I was cheering for during that game, and I think that matters. So, why were you cheering for Ole Miss, or was there a uh, miss?
0: or was it just the gut? Because I was yugging some cores Light on Saturday, and, uh. Their helmets look like Coors Light cans, so like fuck it, dude. Give me Ole Miss. That's fair. Yeah, and I just don't get me wrong. I like both Kentucky and Ole Miss because they are kind of the step brother or stepsister, exactly, have you of the SEC. So I like both of them. But it all kind of came down to Ole Miss look better, uh, uniform wise. That, that I, I
1: can't argue. They did look really clean. And, and and there's a lot to be excited about Ole Miss about, um, especially picking up a huge win like that, because that, as we've, we've talked about in the last few weeks, there just hasn't been any juice with Ole Miss. They played Troy, Central Arkansas, Georgia Tech, and Tulsa. How exciting were those games? Now, granted, they do have a stretch, LSU, A&M, Alabama, Arkansas, Mississippi State, and the Egg Bowl. That'll – I don't know probably give us a better gauge on where they're at. But yeah, I thought this was a huge game for them. the first real test, and they survived. They took the ball away. The final three possessions for Kentucky, they couldn't hold on to the ball, save their lives, escaped with a win. Huge win. Um, I was cheering for Kentucky pretty hard. Now, I'm not going to put all my stock in that because I do have this habit of, in a game where I don't have a dog in the race, I always cheer for who that whoever's losing to make it a better game. So if the roles had been reversed, I don't know if I would have been cheering for Ole Miss, but was definitely pulling for Kentucky there. And I'm still very excited about Kentucky
0: overall. I also do love Will Levis a lot. I think he's going to be a a great guy to watch on Sundays here pretty soon. But the game was just a – it was a great game to watch. It really was. Like, it was just a fun game to sit there and watch – great sec battle and i don't like people are saying that oh i told you kentucky was a poser or whatever that's bullshit that's so bullshit they're still really I, I
1: mean i could absolutely make the case that they were still the better team they just couldn't figure out how to win late but yeah. yeah and old miss has been lights out this entire season so a three-point loss to old miss on the road doesn't mean anything to me mm-hmm Granted, yeah, and and that's the thing that I'm noticing now that I've gotten on SEC Twitter is that there's so much elitism because, like, Arkansas has been getting shit on the last two weeks, and, you know, just like you say, Kentucky's kind of the, the same way. It's like, oh, okay, now, that they're, they're still frauds, but they're all really good teams, or those two are at least.
0: I would say Arkansas is still a really good team, but, I think you, so too. you know, when you go up, Against a fucking juggernaut like Alabama, like, what do you want? What do you expect to happen? Like, I got
1: not Yeah. And I, I think they were getting more hate for the Texas A&M loss than the than the BAM loss. Like, we, we, we get it. And they yeah. they pulled it pretty close there pretty late, and then Alabama ran away with it towards the, the fourth quarter. But, yeah, I mean, same kind of thing with Arkansas and Kentucky. I, even though they lost, um, still just as high on them. And another thing about Arkansas that I thought was interesting was coming into this game, you're obviously coming in to play Alabama. You know, I think they were like a, a 17 to 24 point dog. And it wasn't supposed to be close by any means, but there was still just so much juice. and they had a red out. It looked electric in Fayetteville, even though you're three score a dog, which I thought you don't get everywhere. You hardly get anywhere.
0: For that matter. Yeah, I agree. Um, it, it was an electric atmosphere. Uh, I'm sure you saw the Alabama drama going on on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, that's a tough look for the old Crimson Tide, for sure. But we already knew that they were horrible people, so it's not, it shouldn't come as too much of a surprise to anybody. No.
1: And, and it's interesting to me, because when you're making that graphic, like you have so many other... Pictures, I'm sure. Or, even if you don't, you could cut out the uh, concussed player laying on the floor pretty easily. I don't know how to... I'm not great at Photoshop, but I'm sure I could have figured it out.
0: Yeah, it should not have been that hard for a a top SEC university to have a graphics department that's good enough to do that, for sure. Yeah, so I thought that was a bad look.
1: But then uh, then it was Arkansas fans banding together and throwing stones at, at the establishment, which I thought was... Was in, was fun. When I don't know, you could just soak, soak to yourself. But I'm really happy with. Like I don't know, the, the, there's so much about being an Arkansas fan that like people take pride in. That like, I just you don't see, well, with a lot of these other schools. Even some of the schools on on this list, like if they're not actively kicking ass, they're not relevant. And so the, the way that I've seen Arkansas fans kind of band together, even after a rough back to back weeks a lot like that.
0: I think it's really a huge plus. Yeah. I think it's kind of like the me or us against the world kind of thing. Right. Exactly. And it kind of goes back to the, the Kentucky and Ole Miss kind of like step brothers, stepsisters of the SEC. Right. I think Arkansas is perfectly tied into that as well. Absolutely. With not being super, super good over the last uh, however many years, I'm not going to pretend to know, but um I think that that does a lot to build a fan base together, right? Like they look at each other like we've been in fucking war together. Like you and I both know how hard this has been and now we're here and we're good. Yeah. Yeah. And they are good. They are They, they good are game. good. They just they had it close. Like they it was a one score game and then all hell just broke loose Con- or Alabama was just Alabama. And uh, sometimes you can't do anything about it.
1: It's tough. I I think this week at Mississippi State will be a lot better of a gauge to see where they're at, to give them, like, a true, like, yeah, a test, but also not Alabama as a test. And I I said this a lot last week. I thought they were absolutely head and shoulders a better team against Texas A&M. They just got a couple of bad breaks and didn't bounce back from it right. But, yeah, I, I think this will put him right back on track. And then you have BYU, Auburn, Liberty, um, should be three easy wins. So there's a good chance that they go to go to uh, host LSU with two losses up in their belt. So I I think – and same thing with, with, with Kentucky is that you bounce back against South Carolina. It's uh, kind of working through the, the SEC East at Tennessee will, will be tough. And then Georgia – Um, towards the end of the year, so they're, I mean, still, everything that Arkansas and Kentucky wants to accomplish is still absolutely in front of them, as, you know, tough it is to to lose those
0: games. Yeah, it's certainly going to be an NFL battle for both those teams. Unfortunately, the way college football is, their seasons, uh, playoff-wise, are more than likely over, just with how college football is, but I don't. I don't want to discount their seasons that they've had so far. Like they're both are really good teams. I would.
1: I, I was thinking about this because I th- there is that gut like, feeling that I have that Mark Stoops isn't going to be at Kentucky forever. Ah, uh, here we go.
0: Where's he going to go, Brandon?
1: I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> I, I but what what I'm thinking here is that I don't know if I'm as much of a Kentucky fan as I am a Bob Stoops or a Mark Stoops fan. Because, like, let's say he takes the Wisconsin
0: job. Uh, isn't there or another red and white team in the Big Ten that might? I just
1: think is that, that if he can do... <laughs> I. So, my thing is, I don't know if I'm... Like, when I'm doing my rankings, like, obviously, these are big brands. Oklahoma State, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, USC. I think Mark Stoops is his own category for me now. So, wherever Mark Stoops is coaching college football, that's where my allegiance is is going towards. Because what I would hate is for us to to rally around Kentucky. They have a great back half of the season. We're gold-blue fans. And then – Mark Stoops leaves for the Wisconsin job, or goes coaches in Boulder, and we're now we're left with a shitty Kentucky football program. So that's what worries me about Kentucky. So yeah, I, I think my I, allegiance is to him. You're saying, yeah. Like I think a lot of these schools could still like Ole Miss. I think could still be good. If well, I don't think Lane Kiffin's going to leave. You see, and that's the thing is that if I was certain that Kentucky was Mark Stoops' dream job, then I don't know if I'd be saying what I'm saying now. But I think that's also something I want to consider.
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, but if you want to build a great program, you have to be able to duck, dive, and dodge those coaches, dude. Yeah.
1: For sure. Speaking of teams that just have gone through coaching changes, Oklahoma got spanked.
0: Oh, my uh, man. Come on, bro.
1: You've gone. Christian
0: University.
1: Um, Didn't expect that, honestly. Um,
0: While I was watching that game, those refs were trying to cheat so fucking hard for Oklahoma. It was insanity. Because I mean, they I, have to know that that is their best chance to get into the playoffs. And uh, what's the biggest moneymaker for a conference to get that playoff money? Yeah. I, did so you watch that game at all? A li- bits and pieces of it. But so there was I mean, one play that speaks out in my mind. I'm not sure if it was a wheel route or a go route down a sideline. But the only thing I can really compare it to is the Saints-Rams playoff game. Do you remember that? Yeah. So it wasn't that egregious. But, man, was it sort of close. Yeah. And they didn't call it, right? And I was like, oh, okay. Like, oh, they missed the call. Whatever. Oh, okay, Whatever. But then the next possession, when Oklahoma punts, the punt returner for TCU does not even come close to acting like he's going to call for a fair catch. He's literally just putting his arms up to catch the fucking punt.
1: I did see that.
0: Yeah. And dude, he had like fucking two football fields wide just to run right through. I'm not saying he would have made it to I the house. That. But that had the potential to have a good run back. Play. Yeah. And they fucking just said, "Nah, you, nope, nope, you, you waved your hand at me. Okay. It was just like that kind of shit all game. I was like, oh my God, so bad.
1: That's tough. And it still wasn't even competitive.
0: But also, hold on. Before we continue, I'd like to retract that statement about Oklahoma being the Big 12's best bet to get to the playoffs because... My men's is Oklahoma State are balling out right now. Oh, dude, we'll talk about hey, Oklahoma State for and sure. And hand up, hand up. That's on me. I'm a fake fan. I feel bad yeah. about that statement. I, I I was I was gonna let you finish your
1: point before I, I pointed that out,
0: but yeah,
1: I'm uh, I'm glad that you have come to it. And I and I get what you're saying. Oklahoma is definitely one of their they're two basically only big brands. Yeah, that's their blue. As and if I'm the Big Twelve commissioner or or somebody who's got a vested interest in the Big 12, I want our biggest brands to be playing the best football. If Kansas State goes 11-1, and that doesn't – that looks so bad for me.
0: It makes the conference look so weak. But –
1: I want to love
0: Kansas State, and I want to love Kansas so bad. It's not sustainable. Uh, Right, and I get that. But, dude, just – all right, close your eyes with me real, real quick. All right. We're going back to 2007. Oh, what a time to be alive. That fat fuck is coaching Kansas. They're good as shit. It's snowing outside heavily. Back when it used to snow. Missouri, Chase Daniels. Oh, going at it. Head to head. Toe to toe. Life was good. Do Tell me you don't want that. And, Tell me you don't want and,
1: that. And we're right We're right back there. Oh, I love it! Yeah, because I, I have had people reach out to me like, "Hey, why isn't Kansas on the list?" Because Lance Leopold isn't going to be coaching at Kansas next year. No, he's gone. Hundred He's 100%. so gone. Maybe exactly. to a red school up in in Middle America. But yeah, not at Kansas.
0: Not at Kansas. No, I I'm, so in my mind, just one second. It's Urban Meyer leopold those are the two for the red school would you be back in yeah
1: <laughs> yeah
0: it those but two guys, i would have I mean, a new favorite second team i'm sure, sure. And, <laughs> and like
1: and and I, i'm right there with you if those two guys and i'll throw in mark stoops of
0: course um to that list i just don't think he's going anywhere so i didn't even care to include him that's fair. Well, I think, yeah. Um, You'd just be so dumb. You'd be so stupid to go anywhere. I know money talks, whatever, but I just... Money mean, talks, and, and and to get to this level in any industry, you gotta be a dog. I think these guys are I dogs. Wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if you just fucking... Did the Irvin Meyer joint. Just went straight to the NFL. Fuck it. No, yeah, Matt Rule. Excuse me, Matt, Ruhle, then Matt, Matt Rule. Matt Rule. That's another it. name I, I've heard thrown around that. I don't, I don't I know would how I feel. fucking... Kill myself if that fat fucker was running around the sidelines. He was a he was a great college football coach. Yeah, Baylor. Who cares about Baylor?
1: And that was right after all the Art Briles nonsense. Like that program was so tainted when Matt Rule got there. The what? The Art Briles thing where he was letting all the, the the
0: players be a a very mean to women. Now, did you say the program? The program. There you go. Yeah, I know what yeah. you're
1: talking about. Gotcha. Yeah. Brutal. <laughs> yeah, so he took over that program and turned him in, in, into a winning program. That's a lot of juice for me. Um, yeah. But, but I don't think that he has a – like, I, I, I would be cheering for him. I'd be rooting for for them as a program, no matter who they pick. Like, yeah. I, well, I'm, I'm,
0: I, I wish them the best. What I'll say about that, right, is the same thing I say about Urban Meyer and people say, Oh, he didn't work in the I That's because grown ass oh, totally men, men don't want grown ass men don't want to fucking listen to that shit. They're gonna pay millions of dollars. They don't want to hear some who bullshit.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: And I think yeah. it might be the same same thing happening there with Matt Rule, potentially. I think so too. But yeah, I, I think he'd be a good coach. Healthy, just, so.
1: It's just a tough look to be that yeah. bad of a football coach. But I get it. Yeah. Yeah. T- totally different piece.
0: Urban Meyer just wanted to fuck, bro. Leave him alone. How many are not trying to fuck right now?
1: I, incredible. Yeah. You'd yeah. be
0: lying. Yeah. You'd be I'm lying. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But anyways, so lots of good teams. So we, we mentioned the the best shot the Big Twelve has a team making the playoff is absolutely without a doubt Oklahoma State. And it's it it's confusing good, to me man. how they're not getting enough juice in the in the national eye because they're
0: really good. It this is the best Oklahoma good. State
1: team I've ever seen.
0: There was a minute there where I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be a really close cool game. And then slowly but surely, Oklahoma State just started doing the thing as well. And they just started pulling away. Because here's my
1: theory on how you build – how you win a national championship. Except if you're Urban Meyer because he just walks in wins national championships. Nick Saban's a different beast. Um, and basically anyone at Ohio State and Georgia at this age in the game, different. But typically and traditionally how you build a national championship team is you raise the floor – to like a nine-ten win team, like exactly like Jim Harbaugh has has been doing. You raise the floor, and then every now and again, the stars align and you get this phenomenal team. And that's when you play for championship, play for a national championship. This is that window for Oklahoma State. Like that's exactly what Mike Gundy has done. They've been a really good football program for a while. And and now the, the stars are aligning. They have a, a tenured team. Spencer Sanders is as good of a college football quarterback as I've seen this year. And now now is their year.
0: Yeah, he looks good. Like, so, he dude. is just a
1: tough SOB. I forget that Baylor's not a bad team. They won the Big 12 last year. No.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's also Oklahoma how close State. Oklahoma State Look. was to the playoff last year. If they would have won that game... Then it, they probably jump Cincinnati. Uh, I would assume so. Yeah. And then, and then fast forward, Cincinnati's not even on this list. In fact, if Oklahoma State had taken Cincinnati's place in the playoff and played in the Cotton Bowl, we wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't have to make a list. Be like I'm, um, broke poke for the rest of my life. <laughs> Is the, e- I mean, I might have even been going into the season saying, I don't even care about Nebraska. I'm not even going to watch this game in Ireland. But, you know, what ifs. Yeah. Oh. So, then, let me pick, pick your brain on this. Because you've been verbally yeah. and aggressively against Miami. Fuck you've Miami, been, bro. Aggressively against Oklahoma. And Texas Tech isn't a very good football team.
0: Mm-mm.
1: How would you – one being the one that you want to get rid of the most and three being the one that you want to keep the most – How do you rank those three teams?
0: Well, fuck Miami. Dislike Oklahoma. And and Texas Tech. I
1: mean, of course, I'm not going to say fuck Miami yet. But actually, I think my list would be the exact opposite. I beat Texas Tech does it isn't a very good football team. But and and here's the thing about Texas Tech. And something that I, I picked up on, like we mentioned, talking about Kentucky and Ole Miss. They play Oklahoma State this week. Texas Tech is I'm not gonna be cheering for Texas Tech at all. Fuck awesome. And and that's the bottom line. And they're not very good. They lost to Kansas State. I, I get it. Kansas State looks really good. I get it. Adrian Martinez is going to win the Heisman. Love Adrian Martinez, and I'm rooting for him. But I don't think they're a very good football team. <laughs> I
0: love Adrian Martinez. Love it. I uh, I'm big. I don't. Was I talking to you when I was like, you know what, the best thing to happen in Nebraska would be is for Adrian Martinez to go out after Nebraska gets shit pounced by Oklahoma, to go out and beat them. I don't know if I, I said that to you now but you're oh. exactly right that was that would be the best oh, thing to ever happen in nebraska
1: God. and it and not only did he beat oklahoma in norman like he took over like that last yeah, like, third and like, 19 fucking touchdown darts for 50 yards oh. Puts the dagger in,
0: i mean i almost cried i was so happy for him i was too but that is honestly, one of the things that really pushed me away from Nebraska is how horrible they are, or we are, to Adrian Martinez. For what? For what? For what is Yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't win the big game, sure. And to be fair, he What's played that? most of last year with a broken jaw. I, so I don't, I don't understand how people can... Can sit there and say that he's bad. I don't get it. Oh, yeah, I, I hate that. Like from the, but big, then also first... sit there and look at Tommy fucking Armstrong and say he is a god because he threw I... one fucking hail mary. That was
1: Ron Kellogg who threw the hail mary.
0: Fuck, but... they're the
1: same fucking person. They both look pretty like... much. Same yeah, I like, tie, he... dude. Yeah, because my my thing with Tommy Armstrong is yeah he can run kind of fast and throw the ball really far. That's it. I was never in you on know, Tommy Armstrong. I hated that he got to play so many games for Nebraska, but yeah. Yeah, Adrian Martinez's first game in Nebraska through his last, I was on the AMAT train the whole way. There's never a moment in doubt, because there was also never a moment, especially when Luke McCaffrey was here, who, by the way, doesn't even play quarterback anymore. That's how bad he is at quarterback where there was a lot of Husker fans who were calling for him to start over a And yeah, you're exactly right. That's the type of nonsense that
0: that's hard to be around. It just feels so toxic. I just don't understand how you could look. He did start. Didn't he start one game last year? Luke McCaffrey.
1: Um, so when he was, well, high, I don't know I if he, he started, had... but he played, right? Yeah, he played. I think he did start a couple yeah. of games, but
0: yeah, it was awful he was expectedly off. He could Good not time. throw the ball. He couldn't. No. And I, like, I just can't believe that people are looking at this guy and said, this is our savior. This guy is better than Adrian Martinez, which there's absolutely no fucking way.
1: So like the laziest sports takes of all time to me are fire the coach. Coach is awful. Or bench the quarterback. It just feels like if you're frustrated and don't understand what's happening, those are your go-tos. True.
0: I feel like most of the time it goes to coach first, then quarterback. But for Nebraska, it was like quarterback, 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 quarterback. And maybe Scott Frost needs to go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It it depends on the situation. Because like like the Pittsburgh Steelers right now, I think Mitch Trubisky is getting a bad rap. But since Mike Tomlin's as great of a coach as he is, he doesn't get – it goes straight to the quarterback. But it varies.
0: I was on that train. Mitch might be bad. <laughs> but, I mean, I, so is Mason Rudolph. Kenny Pickett's a baby. But at the same time, him and Daniel Jones should never have been taken where they were. I so can't believe Daniel Jones. So yeah. I think that if things were different, they would have turned out differently. I think so too. But especially, that really, go ahead.
1: Especially for Mitch, like being drafted ahead of Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Like that's just because as a Bears fan, that's all you've been looking at. It's like, oh, look at those guys that we passed.
0: Yeah. It just the thing that really holds me up about Mitch Trubisky is how good he was his first season, yeah. And the same thing with Carson Wentz, he got hurt, and then the whole fucking city turned on him.
1: I still think Carson Wentz is a, an above average quarterback, I and agree. I, I feel like I'm on an island there.
0: No, I would agree with you, but he doesn't play like it a lot of the time, he and, I, and I mean, as.
1: As we were talking about before we started recording, as Broncos fans with Melvin Gordon, he just turned the ball over too much.
0: And that's kind of of the thing that you can't overcome. Yeah. If he was not a great running back, then there's no shot he's on any NFL roster because of how much he fumbles. And that's uh, exactly how I feel about Carson Wentz. I think he's a
1: really good quarterback, but he has the worst problem you can have as a quarterback. He
0: is a, a mush brain.
1: Yeah, but back to the original point adrian martinez is awesome and i'm super stoked that he's finally getting his flowers in a place that appreciates him
0: did you watch the kansas game
1: i do it was a brutal watch but yeah i had it on
0: what a fucking game you say it's brutal i think it was perfect i mean it was It was just so sloppy, but they do. Kansas is goaded.
1: I got to say, out, yeah, out of all the teams that aren't on the list and aren't even candidates to be on the list that I'm rooting for this year, Kansas
0: is number one, for sure. I'm saying Kansas, Kansas State, Tennessee. Teams that are not on the list that I'm rooting for.
1: Tennessee is also one that I feel like. I... I could have been talked into Tennessee well, when we were making this list. I love it, Especially because I didn't even have Florida on that. Well, and, and that's another thing. I was rooting for Florida actively in that game to get it together. And to win that game. Again, whether or not that's just because they were trailing and I was rooting for a better football game than what I got. Or whether I actually just am becoming a Florida football fan. I don't know. But yeah, t- Tennessee's probably the first team out.
0: I like Tennessee a lot. I like Tennessee. I think that's just another one of those schools that just have, has great fans. But I just, I can't stand that we have so many fucking SEC teams in here. But those are the best, like, fans, to be honest. Yeah.
1: Um, there is one thing that troubled me about Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin was talking the other day about how they don't have like they haven't been filling their home stadium this year which gave me a big Miami feel like oh well, if Oxford Mississippi doesn't care about Ole Miss then why would I care and of course they, they showed up and, and drove for Kentucky and will show up for the Alabama game and the Mississippi State game but does that worry you at all that Lane Kiffin yeah. even acknowledges That's that cause
0: you said right like they haven't played anybody except for Kentucky and when they did they came out in fucking bunches,
1: but you also got to keep in mind where we're coming from. They've sold out ninety five thousand seats for the last fifty years.
0: Yeah, that's hard to do. That's it's hard tough,
1: to do. I, I think that's definitely to put some some in perspective for me as as a college football fan. Is that's not it's very much not normal.
0: No, absolutely not.
1: Let's see. Other teams on the list that won Florida over Eastern Washington. That went about as as you expected. Um, they play Missouri, who I think they're going to beat up on. Or maybe Missouri is actually good. I was really pulling for, for Missouri this weekend against Georgia. They, they should have won that game. Yeah, should've that would have been help. electric. Let's see. USC also a big win. How
0: How are you feeling about USC? Well, Fuck USC because I had the under in that game. Um, and they blew the under out of the water pretty much by themselves, so fuck them. But no. <laughs> I like <laughs> USC. I think they're I think they're a really good team. I just I keep getting held up on the fact that I would never be able to watch their games. That stuff, yeah.
1: But I think and I've said this about Cincinnati, I think With USC, it's the long play that we're diving Mm -hmm. in for. And I was thinking about it this weekend because, like, as ugly as, like, that Michigan-Iowa game was, I'm just so stoked to see USC go into Iowa City and play that kind of football game. I'm so excited for that. And I don't know if I feel that excitement about any other team going forward. Just with how
0: goofy it's going to look. it's going to be fun. I it's going to be so weird. It's going to be like a Big 12 team coming into the Big 10, right? Like they score a ton. They have an okay defense, but it's going to be fucking fireworks.
1: I can't wait. And then Cincinnati, I don't think I'm going to be able to move the needle for you on Cincinnati. They had another big win against Tulsa. Man. Yeah, that's about what I thought. Um, So, we're well, looking at the schedule this week. Uh, Oklahoma State plays Texas Tech. Arkansas plays Mississippi State. Kentucky plays South Carolina. What game are you looking forward to the most?
0: Texas-Oklahoma.
1: You know, actually, there was one thing I forgot to, to bring up when we are talking about Oklahoma, because I and I texted you, I asked you if we should kick out Oklahoma this week, but then I thought they, they are playing Texas this week, and if we gave like, I think if they beat Texas, that,
0: that's got enough juice for me. Not for me. I'm done with Oklahoma. Um, like I said earlier, I don't think that I can ever like Oklahoma. Just coming from Nebraska, can't do it, won't do it. Um, but another big game for me is going to be Arkansas-Mississippi uh, State. That's, That's going to be a real big tell on what's to come for Arkansas. Absolutely. Yeah, couldn't agree with you more. I think, like football-wise,
1: I'm, I'm really in kind of in the same – same boat is I think Oklahoma state Texas tech is going to be more interesting than it probably looks on paper. Cause I think Texas tech has just had a couple of a tough breaks with their three losses, all three to rank teams, um, two on the road, not saying that I give them a pass by any means, but they're really desperate to get back on track and Oklahoma state's coming off a big win against Baylor, um, could be a, top 15 matchup the week after against TC. So I'm interested to see if they come out and just take care of business like they probably should or if Texas Tech is able to
0: keep it interesting and, and possibly even pull it off. I'm interested to see that as well uh, because Baylor was a big game. Uh, they certainly got up for that game. Let's hope it's not a letdown spot, Texas Tech or TCU.
1: Yeah, again, I, it's, it's kind of tough to keep. And, and there's a few teams on this list that uh, I think that we've talked about that we kind of acknowledge don't have much of a of a shot, but I, I, we're going to stay on the list anyways because we're going to run out of teams here eventually. <laughs> but well, I mean, that's the point, right? That's the point. But there are a lot of a lot of games left, so yeah. Do you want to cut Texas Tech loose?
0: You ready for that? I'm okay with cutting Texas Tech, and well, actually, let's keep Texas Tech out there because if for somehow, some way they beat Oklahoma State, yeah,
1: then then they're right back on track. I mean, because then they would only have one Big Twelve loss. Everything that they. Would have to play for it still in front of them, as far as winning the Big Twelve
0: championship. All right, but I'm good I with that, but I am ready to call a Depending on how you feel, you have my blessing. I want to keep them on for one more week. All right, I,
1: I think. I think if they beat Texas, that gives them enough juice. And then they're playing what seems to be the best team in the Big 12, Kansas, the week after. I mean, if you take down those two juggernauts, I I feel like it's an uphill battle to get back to the position to play for a Big 12 championship. But if any team can come back from that type of depth, I think it's Oklahoma. And I think that's intriguing to me. There's been a couple of times the last few years where where they lose to Kansas State. Then you think that they're out of the playoff, but then they figure it out. And, you know, make up for it. And eventually they're in the yes. playoff. And getting bent over by whatever SEC team may play, but nonetheless.
0: <laughs> yeah. So,
1: no, how how's your top five sitting right now? What are we looking like?
0: All right. I'm going Oklahoma State. Ole Miss.
1: Ole Miss jumping all the way up to two?
0: Yeah. Oklahoma State, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Kentucky, Kansas. And fuck you, I know Kansas isn't in the the goddamn bracket, but they're now. Oh, my They are now.
1: Hey, Hey, if you want to pick a team that's going to go back to winning two games uh, every other year. I
0: don't care. I don't care. I'm going back to my tutelage with the fucking Denver Broncos. Kansas right. never did me wrong on the Denver Broncos. All right, yeah, yeah, best fucking defense in the world, baby. Can't believe it. It is weird the,
1: the, the thing that he, like, he came from Kansas at all schools.
0: Two of them. Who I else? To leave and Chris Harris. They both went to Kansas. Yeah, they were on the they were oh on my. the same backfield or in the same uh, secondary. They're in the same secondary at Kansas. How do they ever
1: let anyone score a passing touchdown?
0: Well, Akita Lee got drafted, but Chris Harris did not. I mean. he came into his own eventually. That's interesting. Wow. Um, Listen, I'm not saying Kansas is going to stay. But right now, they're electric. They got a lot of juice. I'll, I'll give you that. And one thing I've always liked about Kansas are their uniforms. They just kind of look different and they look good. Yeah. And their field looks good. Like, I don't, it's just something about Kansas. I think it just takes me back to, like I said, 2007, that fast buck on the sideline, coaching, you know, it just, it takes me back. And I just, I want to hold on to my childhood as long as I can.
1: It's crazy to me because we saw him be a really good coach at a program that's never had any success. And then as soon as he lost handle of that job, we've never heard from him again. It's like, typically like if you lose a, a job like that, you bounce around as like a coordinator and then eventually get another head coaching. I don't know if he ever coached football ever again. I'm sure he did, but like not in a notable way. Is he? Did he die? He, I wasn't going to say it, but <laughs> I sure think that, that's also on the uh, on, on. I feel like I would have heard about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you probably did in like two thousand eight when he died. But brutal. Yeah. No, I, he did bounce around as a coordinator. Um, did he? Let me check. Let me check. Give me your top five, and I'll look at that.
1: So top five: uh, one and two, one, two, and three stay the same. Arkansas. Oklahoma State, Kentucky. Frankly, if you want to flip flop, Arkansas and Oklahoma State. I did not. They're on the same tier to me. Then a small drop off to Kentucky, and then from Kentucky, a huge drop off to Cincinnati. Actually, you know what? I'm going to move up the team that I was thinking about, number five and number four, and that's USC for the exact thing that I mentioned earlier. I, it, it's a long play for sure. Like this year. Um, tough to watch a lot of their games next year it's going to be tough to watch many of their games but then once they get to the Big Ten like that's going to be so fun to watch just those two culture shots because I thought it was a weird seeing a team like Nebraska go to the Big Ten even though they played like similar games at that point but just seeing this brand that I grew up with being associated with one conference now they're playing another totally different ball game with USC and I'm excited for that I, they got a really good football I have a bet on Caleb Williams to win the Heisman Trophy. So, um, fiscally, it makes sense for me to root for USC. Um, another thing I, I will mention about S- Southern California, we, we kicked off UCLA, and rightly so, for just their lack of support. But they are really, I, I think, a really good football team. and They kicked the snot out of Washington um, on Friday night, I think it was. So, I, again, it wasn't football reasons why we kicked them off, but I would like to point out that they're a lot of fun on the football field. And then number five, it's going to be Cincinnati. Um, no real mo- movement with them, just me trying to keep them relevant on my list because I think when they do go to the Big 12, it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, so if I didn't put Kansas in there, USC was my actual five. I just want to make that clear, but right now it's Kansas.
1: So, I if you did put USC in your top five, that would elevate them to the top tier.
0: Unless yeah, I was drawn to Kansas because the only thing that is really holding me back about USC is the fact that I just cannot watch their game. Yeah, so like it's you a long keep play. saying is yes, it's a slow play. You just keep going eventually hopefully we're going to be able to watch the games. But yeah. the thing that's really going to piss me off is if it if they start having Big Ten games at, like, fucking 10 o'clock at night. That's going to piss me off.
1: I mean, I'm sure, like, well, I, I also have a hunch the Big Ten's not done expanding, and I think they'll expand from the West Coast just to make that more more of an option. And so those West Coast games will probably be there. But, I mean, the bulk of it, I think at reasonable times. Well, all right. I Let's tough to say. Another thing that was brought up to me, somebody was trying to talk me into being a Washington fan and, and I shut that down for a myriad of reasons. Nope. But yeah, it, it is, there is something that would be interesting about them being the last game of the day and having your favorite team on then. Like you get this whole day full of college football to enjoy, you get a rally for the game. And now granted, You got to be up for a long day. I think that's. It's got to be one of the best ways to watch football.
0: And I I do get that because, you know, when you're out at the bar at like midnight, you're like, oh, shit. There's a football game on and it's always fucking Washington.
1: So I do get that. And imagine like giving a shit about Washington, how much more fun that would be.
0: Yeah, I just, I do. I do love their uniforms. They're very, very unique. Nobody else has that color scheme. Are you talking about Washington still? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Uh, there there are some things that are intriguing about Washington. But my big thing above all else is I I don't think they're going to be relevant in college football.
0: Well, my big thing is they ruined Boise State. That's my big thing. They did definitely ruin Boise State. Well, more than anything, they they put Boise State out of its misery. Fuck you. Fuck you. Boise State was on its way to becoming a national program, and then Washington had to steal that away from them. And then old boy got fucking fired like two seasons in.
1: I mean, if he was really all that, he would have made it to Washington. But he wasn't. No. He was just beating up on Hawaii.
0: They're different. Year. They are different. Uh, they needed different. eighteen different trick plays
1: to catch Oklahoma sleeping, so they could beat them in overtime.
0: Guess what? He had the fucking balls to call the shit. Yeah, because he had to. That was gonna be the only way. Listen, that you don't want to. You don't want to get into this conversation. Anymore. I don't want to get. I've into been this. thinking about this, this for years.
1: <laughs> I don't want to get into this. All I know is that Boise State wasn't relevant then, they're not relevant now.
0: Well, another thing that I know is Mark Mangino is not dead. He oh. coached Kansas from 2002 to 2009. He was a tight end coach at Youngstown State. Shout out, Mambola Polini. Yes, sir. At 20, in 2013. And then he coached uh, – or he was an offensive coordinator and a tight end coach at Iowa State 2014-2015. And now he is no longer coaching. But it doesn't say that, that he's would, still alive. just want to say that.
1: I would imagine that we would have heard about it, especially as recently as like 2014, 2015. Like There's Twitter. I would have found out on
0: Twitter. Dude, he's so He's so fat. So
1: I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he if he was, but I just feel like we would have heard about it. Just, But the, the thing that trips me out about that is that that resume indicates to me that he's not a very good football coach. And to win an Orange Bowl and eleven games at Kansas,
0: twelve. That's, excuse me.
1: Oh yeah, yeah the one went one and then the twelfth in the Orange Bowl. <laughs> to have that kind of success
0: at Kansas would conflict with that conclusion. But I was that. also looking at that right. So he went fifty and forty eight as head coach. Yeah, he had... I guess that's true. Three-ish eh, good seasons as head coach. Two thousand five, he went seven and five. Two thousand seven, he went twelve and one, and then two thousand eight, he went eight and five, and then two thousand nine, he went five and seven. They fired his ass, but he had three bowl wins. So, and they did get up to number seven in the AP poll. That's it? I do they have gotten up I don't know. I, thought they I think they were, but they finished seventh, I think. Oh they finished yeah, Okay Because okay, I think right. they were like number one or number two and then they lost. Yeah. To I do I think they lost to dude, this is the game I'm fucking talking about. Yeah. I think they lost to Missouri. Yeah, it
1: was a oh dude, that was oh. I I remember that. Like I was watching my little sixteen inch T V in my bedroom.
0: Dude,
1: hold like, on, I wanting to go to sleep.
0: Fucking Missouri. This is the game I'm talking about, dude. That's exactly what you're talking about. Dude, holy shit. Yeah. Dude, this is the game I'm talking about. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So, number I mean, four I... or three, Missouri defeated number two or two, Kansas, 36 to 28 in Arrowhead Stadium. That's the game I'm talking about. That's bonkers. Holy shit.
1: You <laughs> win a time to be alive.
0: And then number one, Missouri lost to number nine, Oklahoma, in the big 12 championship game.
1: Damn, well, Tyler, any crazy. final thoughts heading into the weekend? I mean, I, for what it's worth, I'm not going to sleep tonight. Just thinking about Kansas and just – And how I now, – Because now my thought cool. is, about, like, how do you fall ass backwards into a 12-1 season?
0: Because
1: it, it's very clear he wasn't a very good coach. And – Don't get great players at Kansas often. Like, it's not like, like, you could fall ass backwards into like a super talented USC or Florida State team or Texas team, but how do you do that in Lawrence,
0: Kansas? Hold on. Let me look up that roster because I feel like I might know who is on this roster. Give me one second. Okay. Okay. Let me just. Say this before. Okay, so they beat number twenty Baylor, number fifteen Colorado, number twelve Texas A and M, number eight Nebraska, number five Oklahoma State, number four Iowa State. They lost to number. Wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I was misreading this. I apologize. I was going to say, what a fucking run. So. They lost – they beat number 24, Kansas State. And then they moved into the top 25 at number 20. And then they lost to number three, Missouri. And then they beat number five, Virginia Tech, which is still a pretty good season. Um, and that was the bowl game that they won. You see, but that tells me either, A, you have an extremely awesome coach, or, B, you're just loaded with talent.
1: And I will say,
0: though, Reading that list, I was like, "Holy fuck! This is the greatest team of all time." <laughs> That's a murderous row you just read off. But and then I was I'm like, sleep thinking oh, I'm about wrong.
1: it, <laughs> And then yeah, and then the wheels fall off the next two years. They weren't playing in a bowl game two years later.
0: Hold on, I gotta find the roster because I think I know who was on the team. I gotta know. We gotta know before we get off this call.
1: And I had like Todd Reesing, I think his name was a quarterback. Yeah.
0: Okay, so Akeet Tlaib was on the team. Um, Todd Reesing. Why is that the only people they reference? Probably the only relevant. Well, I guess. So I'll just read off all the names they have here Akeet Tlaib, Anthony Collins, James McClinton, Joe Moranston, Todd Reesing. Brian, Brandon, McAnderson, uh, Brandon McAnderson, Marcus Henry, Marcus Herford.
1: You see, those are all really good players, but not good enough to overcome not great coaching and win 12
0: games in that murderous row of a schedule you just listed off. Well, like I said, I was lying. They did not beat all those ranked teams. I misread it. So they beat a ranked team, and then they were ranked twentieth, and then they moved down to eighth. Oh, okay. that yeah, yeah, yeah. So my apologies, I misread. Oh,
1: that. okay, I see what you mean. Still, 12 um, games. How do you? That doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to find because I think, Corsairs is on this team too, I think. But anyways, they had a good defense, is what what it was.
1: Yeah. Lots of good players. I, I'm not going to sleep tonight because of it. I made peace with that already, but I think we've got a good team. We've got a good list here. Tier one, Oklahoma state, Arkansas, Kentucky again, Kansas making their way up somehow into the, and our second tier Cincinnati USC also there and everyone else. I think is pretty much on thin ice. I think Florida still got some life really. Um, I'll defend Oklahoma for a little bit if things go a certain way, but I think we're really kind of getting uh, getting a good idea of how this uh, how this is going to shape up.
0: Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm having a good time.
1: Ah, it's a blast. Anything else you'd like to add?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: Awesome. Well, as always, follow the Twitter at former Husker fan, and we'll be back next week.
0: And that wraps up another episode of Entering the Transfer Portal podcast. Subscribe, like, and share, and make sure to never miss an episode. Till next time.